It's a very special episode. Special episode? You know why? I don't know why. Because it's it's the Valentine's Day. Oh. You're saying people love to do their taxes? I'm saying they love the death piles, and they put up and tolerate with the taxes. I think they love the refunds. Now, the big refunds coming in, getting that money. You know, I was listening to another podcast the other day, kind of dry, you know. They, they... <sighs> Oh, sorry, sorry, I was listening to that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was talking about how the mindset of people spending the refunds and they buy things that they wouldn't necessarily have to have. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that. That's on my list, actually, of, uh, I've seen my sales tick up, and I'm, I'm selling some, some interesting things, and I think that's exactly it. I was going to bring that up with you. As the refund money starts coming in, people start buying, uh, not, I mean... Awkward? Not awkward, but just things that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I even had that. Like, how did you find my uh, 1996 uh, NBA All-Star ticket? Jerry Sloan jockstrap? No, not for sale yet. Clean one owner. <laughs> Lightly used. Lightly used. Game used. That's a true story. That's a true story. We'll get into that at some point. But yeah, that the podcast was talking about how people have uh, discretionary income that they weren't I mean, they're all planned for it, let's be honest. <clears throat> but they're, they're going to spend it on things that... Uh, I mean, why pay off your credit card? You know, why save... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't a financial advice show, okay? I'm trying to sell things. And if somebody wants to max out their credit card to buy my stuff off eBay, I'm going to allow that. Whether or not I think that's a smart financial decision or not does not apply right here and right now. Well, the good thing is it's a smart financial decision for you because... You find that uh, <laughs> refund and you buy all those collectible items that are only going to go up in value over the next year. It's a, it's a uh, investment it's opportunity. Like, it's like buying coke stock yeah or you know yeah there you go so speaking of coke stock yeah uh oh hey hey oh you, you drinking and drinking and talking today swig a do for the working man right there i need a little pep in the step it's been a long one hey, the diet do we don't drink our calories here well we yeah. got we got to eat them a diet do for the working man or woman out there listing their stuff on ebay and uh Paying those taxes to that government entity that just keeps taking more and more and more. Because, you know, I'm the guy. I, I get 10% cut out of everything I get. Didn't you know that? Hey, before we get going too much, okay. there's uh, there's something I want to bring up on Valentine's Day. All right. There's two people I've shared a honeymoon suite with, with in, my, oh. in, my, in, my, oh. in my life. Yes, sir. And uh, one of them is my sweet wife. It's a true story. That was probably a good time to have uh, my honeymoon. Our honeymoon. The other one is my accountant that's sitting across the table from me. It was Jackpot, Nevada. I believe it was 2009. You see, it's memorable. See that? It was a it was a stormy night, if I remember right. Cold and stormy night in Jackpot, Nevada. They're having some... Uh, Midwest is having some cold, cold spells, but that night in Jackpot, Nevada was one of the coldest I remember. The, the bathtub had the heart... It was a heart-shaped bathtub, and I remember you, you took your little bath. I, it was it was not a heart-shaped bathtub. There was a heart-tile backsplash. Oh, I thought it was heart-shaped. No, I, no. I guess I didn't spend enough time in there. Uh, I did. Here's what I can't... And the TVs were like the old-fashioned square kind. The, the, the tube type. For being the honeymoon suite, how come we had two beds? I'm glad... No, I'm not complaining, <laughs> right? 
But like, we had two like king size, twin size, some size beds because I remember we had snuggled together that night. The best part was the jackal hanging in the the lobby. You mean the jackalope? Oh, jackalope! Yes, jackals like the '80s band. Oh, okay. And yeah. probably a real animal in Africa or somewhere, the, right? The rabbit with the horns. Yeah, jackalope. I, I, which I'm sure, if you had one of those, a nice taxidermist one, you could probably sling that online. Oh yeah, you could sling a nice one online. I don't know if you remember, this was like a mangy looking taxidermy. It looked like we were like with uh, what's the guy in the Psycho movies, Norman Bates. Okay. We were in the Bates Motel. We checked in and. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we had the main. It was a cold night. I, were we supposed to stay there, or were we going to go all the way? We were driving to Boise for the TCU Boise State game, which our buddy Co gave us some tickets. Yeah, and uh, it was it was too late. It was too cold. It was too snowy. Yeah, I can't remember if we were trying to go all the way to Boise that night or what. And then we got to Jackpot, which uh, lovely town. Shout to everyone in Jackpot, Nevada. And the first uh, hotel, motel, casino we went to was sold out, like the nice part of town. That's right. That's right. And uh, so we found this place that I don't remember the name, but it had the creepiest taxidermy that looked like it was done. Amateur taxidermy, I'd say. And then, uh, oh, what, what do you got there? Clean uh, one owner here, a large, beautiful jackalope, jackrabbit taxidermy, $369. That's the highest one out there. That's right one now. for sale. That's one for sale. Had I known, we'd have cleaned that place on the way out. Well, and, let's, uh, get, let's get the low end here. I mean, we get some jackalope antlers for about seven bucks. Do it yourself, kid. Hey, a lot of people around here going to collect those uh, <laughs> dropped horns. Uh, I guess that's what they do with the shed. Them. Shed horns, yeah. So I got a buddy here in the office. It's called uh, General Unit on the Instagrams. Okay. Got about 21,000 followers that watches him pick up sheds. I just know that you've plugged his Instagram one more time than your own in four <laughs> I, episodes. So. That's that's true. I don't have an Instagram. I got one from Extreme Modus. Yeah, hey, I started me an Instagram. It's because you're hip. You're, you get with it, my friend. I guess I'll try to get with it. But So needless to say, back to your honeymoon suite story, Valentine's Day. Good day of the year, isn't it? Good day of the year. Here's the thing I like is the day after Valentine's Day. Why is that? Everything, you go to your stores and everything's 50% off, right? At least. On sale. And if you uh, you have a, a mind to stock up on some things, you can uh, sell that candy again next year and no one will know the difference. Or items, whatever it is. So you're saying, All your major holidays, yeah. You're saying that the day after the day after is a good day to hit that clearance aisle. My yeah, friend. I mean, you, you go too many days out, you'll hit the 90. It depends where you live. Some places get clean, but decorations, Valentine's cards... Uh, or as we call them here in, in Utah, Valentines. Valentines. We put an M in there, Valentines. Yeah, not sure. Anyway, well, here's something, though. Have you ever heard of, you know, the Conversation Hearts? Oh, my, my daughter just talked about it yesterday. Well, the, the place that made them went out of business. No, sir. Necco, gone. Oh, I, I, didn't, I knew that they were Necco. Necco wafers. At least as far as I understand. My dad's a big Necco wafer man. So he stocked up on this because I said, hey, Pops, uh, those wafers you like, they're going out. So they're, they're they're leaving, right? So, so funny story about that. Which the Necco wafers, man, they're they're going for a few bucks online. Well, he bought them a few boxes, but he's been eating. He was going to hoard them, and then he was going to sell them, right? And then he's like, "No, nah, I'm just going to eat them." Was, he did the same thing with Twinkies a few years back when they went out of business. If you remember that little stint. Do, do you remember that we talked about this uh, items, you know, going out of business and and selling them? Twinkies, remember? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh. You listening to me? 
No, just like everybody else. I was listening. They're listening to me because they're letting me know. Okay, well, see, we we're going the same page. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Evanston, Wyoming. That's where we were at. When we heard the news, or yeah, when we stopped up? I think when we were, were, were heard the news. Well, what were we doing in Evanston, Wyoming? There's a, there's nothing much to do in Evanston. <laughs> Buying fireworks. Well, it must have been July then. That's true. I didn't say what month it was. Well, I mean, but remember we hit like the blues festival or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Good time had by all. That was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. So he he uh, stocked up on the Necco wafers, and then they make the conversation hearts are. Uh, they're gone, huh? They're apparently, unless somebody buys them out and restarts the factory, that's a thing of the past. So, so don't you love like the online uh, algorithms? I'm here on eBay, and of course it pulls up the jazzy fold travel wheelchair. Now, in fairness, you're a jazzy man. Well, I'm a Utah jazz man, but you know I've been working on this side gig, this wheelchair business, and I search a lot of things now. So. Now the, uh, the the Google machine knows that I am searching for wheelchairs. Hey, you never know. Sometimes when you sell stuff on eBay, there's the fun thing. Because you do your research and you're Googling things and trying to think, see what things cost, you'll confuse that algorithm. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it thinks that you're a 90-year-old woman, but then it's like you're looking up, you know, shoes, so it thinks you're a young person, and then... You know, you're selling your your granny's cardigan, and oh. it'll it'll throw it. I mean, it throws it for a loop on what exactly you are and what you're doing. Speaking of unusual um, selling things, how's that uh, stack of purses going for you, friend? Hey, you know, not too bad. And I was going to bring that up I, in my, uh, you know, finding local stuff around you. Well, I better quit jumping in. I mean, I, it feels like I already know what you're going to say. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're reading my mind. I've done it for a long time. You're pretty. Your mind's pretty easy to read. Well, what am I thinking right now? Okay. <laughs> um, I can't say that on the on, on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. What, what pod cart? You mean the, the pod cart? The pod cart. Pulling the pod cart. Talking the Twinkie talk. So uh, find the stuff around you, right? Okay. So last week, I think it was, I was telling you how people say I can't find something. There's nothing around me, right? Yes. We just looked up NECA wafers. Yes, we did. What town didn't have uh, Conversation Hearts or NECA wafers on 50% off last year? I have this time. I'm assuming probably all of them did. No, maybe you don't want to hold on to that for a year. That's a whole different ball of wax. But uh, So there's a, there's a local hardware store, and it's uh, where my father happens to work. Okay. They have a little. Uh, they have a ladies' night event. I think in September, October, somewhere like that, right? So for ladies' night, they have. I mean, stuff getting ready for Christmas and uh, all sorts of sales. Trying to get women in the hardware store, just familiar with tools, different things. They have all sorts of. It's a big event in the small town, right? Yes, it is. So with t-shirts, all that. Actually, the lady that I just passed and you were at it, before we started this. Was wearing a, a ladies' night hardware some store f- shirt from from yes, that event, right? She sure was. Take a swig of that Mountain Dew. I'm starting to, I'm starting to foam at the mouth. Foam at the mouth a bit. Um, anyway, so they buy a bunch of stuff that they're just trying to use for that night. My dad came to me uh, maybe a month or so ago and said, "Hey, we got a bunch of purses. Uh, would you be interested in them? Sell them online." His boss was just trying to liquidate them, get rid of them. And, I mean, there's probably uh, 80 purses, something like that. Yeah. Uh, how much you want for them? Um, you know, gives me a number. Uh, I don't know. I'll think about it, you know. So, I was like, I don't know. I don't really sell purses. Put them up. Take some time. Everything takes time. Value it out, whatever. So, yeah, just tell them. Probably not interested. He goes, oh, you just lowered the price again. 
half of what it was, right? So basically, I got all the purses for a little over two bucks a purse. That's a good deal. And then Valentine's Valentine's Day is coming up, yes, so is. I've been I've been putting them all over the Facebook and the social media, and I was trying out the uh, Macari app. The what? The Macari, I think is what it's called. Macari. It's a, it's a different. I mean, it's just another way to sell online and. There's so many of them. It's great. So many. I thought that one's. It's a little easier to list. No name purses. You know, it's not like the brand, but they're brand new leather, nice purses. Yeah. And uh, my little ad was, you know, get get flowers that die or pay less and get this, basically. So you, you no got you got to sell it, and that's a great idea. I bought candy for my wife. Candy. I bought. I bought. Well, so here's what I do. I'm I'm uh, not a guy that's gonna go out the night of, and that's the amateur hour, right? That is. So we went out Saturday, and I said, this counts. Took her to a nice steakhouse. There's no wine. There's, uh, you know, get whatever you want, have the date. Then last night I did go to a movie, and uh, or no, tonight. Last night? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what? what you I don't know what, but you know, I go to a movie, buy some flowers, took them to her at work, all that kind of stuff. Which, speaking of, you know what they give away there at the theaters sometimes? Popcorn? Movie posters. Oh, by giveaway, you mean sell for if, for very cheap. If you get the right place, they give them away. Well, here's a fun story for you. Okay. Go back to uh, when I was kind of starting trying to make a serious run at this eBay thing like we've talked about in the past, right? Your, your Trevor Hicks poster? Well, I'm a Taylor Hicks poster. Yeah. Now, this was a little more recent, but there was a movie called um, The Interview. Do you remember that? Oh, hold on. Is that that one with the, uh, like, they interviewed Kim Jong-un or something? Exactly. Okay. And North Korea throws yeah, a yeah, fit. Yeah, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah, so they're going to, like, bomb us it. if we have it. Well, they pulled it from the theaters because it was such controversial and uh, they're going to, you know, go to war over it, basically. Okay. So I drive over to this theater down the road from us here. Bought, like, uh, I think it was four or five posters that they had for a couple bucks. I started slinging those things on eBay. Uh, I think I made about a hundred bucks a poster. Are you serious? Serious. I don't know if there's still a thing, but yeah, that was when I was like, okay. So I've, I've done the movie posters before. Oh, see, yeah, there's there's some still up there. Yeah, they're they're definitely not uh, the price you got for them. You oh. hit it, you hit it while it's hot. Well, here's something. Uh, if you are into movie posters. Okay. There's reprints, or there's the actual that you get from the theater, mm. and it's like, I can't remember the terminology because it's been so long ago, but like double-sided or something. You need to do your research, but if you find an original that was hung in the theater, there's certain quality that they use with the printer, versus if you buy them down at the Walmart. I don't know. I did know at one point, but... So let's just recap here in the first uh, 15 minutes of our you know fun conversation that we have anyways. You can be hitting your... Uh, after Valentine's special clearance aisles, yeah, yeah, you could be hitting you know local stores that are you know basically liquidating purses or other or other items. things like I mean, yeah, there's places if they have ladies' night or whatever, just say hey, what are you can do with your excess inventory, right? Neko wafers, candy, Twinkies, Twinkies, movie Twinkies po- movie posters. That's like a tip per. That's five. That's like a good tip every three I mean, minutes. You know, we got a lot of these Star Wars movies starting to come out. Uh, I think you no know, Toy Story four is coming out oh, here soon. Yeah, yeah. Toy Story um, there's 4. there's certain movies. I mean, you can't just go to any movie, but if there's something that's kind of a collectible market or that people have interest in or <laughs> If North Korea threatens to go to war over, like, I, I love how they call him Little Rocket Man. Little Rocket Man, that gives me the chuckles. 
Hey, I went to a movie the other day. There's there's a, the Rocket Man Elton John himself. They're oh. making a movie about uh, that. Just remind me of that. So maybe, I mean, yeah, go to your movie theaters. Some of the bigger chains, you know, probably have some yeah, whatever. Yeah, somebody already doing it. Unless you have somebody on the inside. But you go to these smaller ones, and uh, they're just going to throw them away anyways. Yeah. Give them, you yeah. know, five bucks, yeah. two bucks, whatever, yeah. and get in the movie poster business. So essentially, as we, we talk about these things, is your niche can be anything. Oh, here's something else, too. Okay. Um, you remember a guy named Gordon Hayward? Gordy. I know who Gordy is. Remember remember when he broke his ankle? Yeah, yeah. I think that's really when the text chain started with us and our friends again. Is that what picked that up? No, I know that's what picked it up because, you know, we, there's a group of us. I think there's six of us in the in the thread. Give or take, yeah. No, there's six. Well, it depends on the day if there's a... That's what, give or take. That's true. True. If we're getting uh, catfished. <clears throat> Anyways... That's the one that did, triggered it, is when he broke his ankle, because oh, I posted nasty. that video, and... Well, here's a... Yeah, that video was, was nasty. Because I, I made the uh, work-related comment, hey, you never know what's going on, you better have disability insurance. Yeah, that's that's true, that's true, and that was workman comp claim, I'm sure. It that sure it was. happened on the job. Company time, company dime. That's right. So what do you know about Gordy? Well, when he left uh, the Utah Jazz, we live in Utah, we've talked about that a little bit, I think. Yes. There was an outpour of people that, you know, hate him, going to burn his jerseys, can't stand him, right? That's I never, whatever. Yeah. I never understood. You go to a better place, go for it. Well, you got a better job opportunity, you're going to pay. Wait, I mean, why would you want somebody not to be happy where they're doing their job, right? Yeah. If they don't want to be here, whatever. Everyone would be doing the same thing if they're listening on this podcast. Well... That works out for your favor. Trade deadline just came up with NBA again. Yes. And uh, so there's this kid. I'm going through the local marketplace on the Facebook and stuff. Okay. He had a pair of Gordon Hayward signed shoes, uh, game worn. Okay. Apparently not a fan anymore. Needed some money, right? So he sold his Gordon Hayward game signed shoes. Game signed shoes. So I thought, I'll see what he wants for him. He wanted a couple hundred bucks or something, which, you know, is not horrible. Um, you have to give them authenticated a few things, but everything looked up. I matched up. I was looking at photos, comparing some things. You know, doing my due diligence like yeah. you would. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this looks authentic. I've bought a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, so contact him. I'm like, hey man, I live, you know, about 40 miles south of you. And he's, you know, okay, okay, I can meet you halfway, whatever. Okay. So a couple of days later, hey, my car broke down. Oh, that happens. All right. Oh, if you'll come pick him up at my house, I'll sell him to you for 60 bucks. All right, you selling anything else, buddy? You got anything else? Oh, I got a bunch of these cards. I got, like, boxes of cards that I don't uh, don't re- really need anymore or whatever. Okay. Like, okay, well, you know, because I'm always the one. If you got something, you're probably a collector. Oh, you yeah. need some money. Yeah. You're giving me a good deal to drive up to your house. I okay. mean, $60 for that pair of shoes alone without the signature, NBA history, Probably a good deal. That I'm looking right now, and there's a pair for $400 on there. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about them, because mine will probably be in competition here shortly with them. Well, yours are going to be better, because these ones aren't even authenticated. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you pay to get the signature. That's a whole that's a whole other podcast. All right. All right. So anyways. And game used and all that. So so you're, you're saying this kid had this these shoes. So you find a deal, and that's when you throw in, uh, like your buddy old Frank Fritz says, let's bundle it together. Let's bundle it. I'm like, well, what you got? Maybe you got something else I want, right? Okay. Or maybe not. So he's telling me about these cards. I'm like, okay, cool. 
And he says, and I'll tell you what, you come up here, not only the shoe 60 bucks, I'll just throw all this in for free because I, I guess he's a college kid moving or something. He was kind of a younger kid over in some college uh, dorm, dorm yeah. type thing. So I get there and uh, gave him $60, got me a box full of cards I'm going through, a lot of signatures, a lot of those memorabilia cards they have now. So, wow. I mean, it might be worth nothing and there might be some gems in there, but for free, I'll take the time and figure it out. Plus the shoes. Um, so if somebody leaves your local sports team, you know, they're going somewhere, they're still a good player, probably opportunity. Well, everyone was burning LeBron James jerseys in Cleveland, right? True. Then we come back to Cleveland, they were rebuying LeBron James Cleveland jerseys, and then he left again, so they probably burned them and the Lakers. So, <clears throat> so that, you know. So you're saying, because usually what happens is when they get traded, that's when it's, it's like hot to go to your local, like, fan store or where they sell your sports stuff. Your memorabilia, yeah. Well, even, I mean, yeah, that's like your jersey Yeah, because they go off like half and like three-quarter sales and... Yeah, well, I mean, you can do that or people who have been collecting stuff fill the trade and like, I got this signature but I can't stare at it anymore. He <laughs> broke my heart. You know, even like, okay, so we have Carl Malone, right? Remember when he went to the Lakers? It was a big deal. Oh, it I, was, I was kind of scorned it, at that point. It, it, I get it, chasing a ring and it didn't happen. But now, oh, who's he affiliated with? Yeah, the Utah Jazz. So if you had your Carl Malone stuff that you got rid of because you went to the Lakers, you bought it up. Um, good, good idea. Now you're selling it. So you yeah. kind of see where I'm going with this. So like Monty Ginobili Spurs stuff. You're yeah, saying, exactly. You're saying I'm not going to remember he was a Charlotte Hornet? And then Derek Jeter was, what, a Ray for a little bit? Was he I think there? so. No, he bought the Rays. Okay, same thing. Michael Jordan was a wizard. He, he, no, that that's just not true. Number 45. Then in, the, it, in your program, number one in your heart. Didn't he get changed to like uh, 23 or something? We can't, no, we can't talk about Michael Jordan. I'll, we'll lose people I'll, if I tell my true feelings they'll, about they'll, man. They'll, they'll give us the push-off. The push-off, exactly. Tom Brady, a lot of people outside of New England hate him. It's but true. you know he's going to go down as the greatest. Like, let's, well, he, like, he, yeah, he I mean, so it. 10 years after when your kid grows up and the dynasty's over and people hate him, his signature's going to be worth a lot. That's, uh, or memorabilia, whatever. So it's a true statement. Keep your keep your mind open on this stuff. Don't be don't be buying with your heart. Be Ooh. buying with your mind, right? So you're saying buy and sell with your with your uh, common sense. And and wherever you're from, there's there's probably a local either college or professional affiliation. You can find things, right? People need money sometimes. Um, so yeah, I got me a pair of Gordy Hayward shoes. No, oh, that's a good item to get for sixty bucks and. Let's hope you turn it around and sell it for four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, good, um, good investment. That's like when you really do sit and think what you're doing. You're your own stockbroker. <laughs> well, you're your own business owner, right? So you own stock in your business. Absolutely. Like, who would you rather bet on? Would you rather bet on what's going on in the stock market, or would you rather bet on Easy Evie's mind? I do a little both, but yeah, if you don't bet on yourself, who is, right? I mean, I don't want to get too nerdy and tax-related into this, but... No, I mean, it's death piles and taxes, that's, so... That's like, true. You, you, I guess, dot, you can take a I, I guess we better tax out on this. The problem, and I, and I know what happens, is... You ever heard of these quarterly reports? I was going to ask you about those, yeah. Okay, quarterly reports have to happen. They file this thing called the 10Q, um, and essentially what it is is it's their quarter earnings... And your stock price is based on that. Okay. But the problem is, is most businesses go through ups and downs and cycles. You can't always be profitable every single quarter. 
You can't. You, you just you just can't. Like your business has downturns, but the problem is, is these shareholders and board members. Yeah. They don't like seeing saying, well, our, our revenue went down three percent. So essentially, what they do is they get creative accounting. You ever heard of this place called Enron? I've heard of it. Well, yeah, that was a big that was a big deal. What? Twenty years ago? Was no, it, it wasn't long? quite that long. It was about the early mid two thousands. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was so big that it was called Enron Field. The Houston Astros. Sure. Yeah, that's what it used to be called. Hey, um, also, where were the uh, Broncos playing? Uh, Sports Authority Arena. That yeah, how Sports Authority doing? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of the same thing. But yeah, these big same, companies. Same place as Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, what happens is on these reportings. They have to make them look good. So they did this thing that was called like uh, the creative accounting, you know. They, they overbooked income. So what happens is, is these stock prices are so overinflated and you're betting on companies in the stock market. And don't get me wrong, like there's a lot of good things, but where would you rather put your money? Something that you're tangibly going to have in your own garage? No. Or in a magical, mystical cloud that you're never going to see? Well, that's why I'm always for diversifying personally. So you put a little in there, you spread it around. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, you have your day job. A lot of us, some of us are full-time online sellers. But even at that, are you put everything on eBay or are you going to spread it around some different marketplaces? I mean, you got you got to have your eggs in multiple baskets, right? You, you do. And my thing is, is I always bet on myself. You know, other one is, is, is taking um, inventory or just taking consent of your own items. You remember all those guys? I mean, we live in this wonderful place, and it's all over, but these guys that'll hold your silver for you? <laughs> hey, let me hold that for you. I heard, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Let me hold your precious metals for you, and uh, come to find out when you go to cash out your, you know, $45,000 of silver, uh, let me go find that out of the safe. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. I'll be right back on that. So, have you heard this, uh, this fire festival? Have you heard this is like the big, uh, on, uh, I think Netflix and Hulu have the documentary, this fire festival. Uh-uh. It was supposed to be this big music festival down in the Bahamas. They had all these, uh, social media influencers, whatever that oh, means. Yeah, those and, influencers are great. You know, all your, all your hot, bikini models and stuff saying come to this festival we got all these bands right okay turns out when they get there things didn't quite happen your luxury hotel room's now a tent there's people fighting about it and the bands aren't there and uh went south real fast guy organizing it's in jail for a scam now kind of yeah 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 you gotta be careful where you're putting your money and what you're doing which brings me to another i guess you can call it uh a faux pas that may be what we call it. Encouraging people like when they are buying items, when they're not shipping, but they're doing these local things. Where do you meet people at? Well, that's one thing I love, unless it's a really huge item. I live right next to a gas station, like a couple minutes away that's right off the freeway, right? Okay. So I'll say, hey, I'll meet you over at the gas station. Tell me when you're about five minutes out. Meet you right there, right out in front, because it's safer for you. Instead of, like, I don't want you seeing my house knowing where I live. Yeah. So... I'm a, I'm a public setting man. I know a lot of cities say, you know, come to the police station. Yeah, or, I was, was going to say that. Uh, that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of great people out there, which, you know, 99% of most human beings are dignified and good people. Sure. But, you know. There's that the, three point whatever percent. Yeah, the, 
the the wrong one percenters that that ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that meet in a good place that makes you feel safe. Every now and again, you'll see a news story, and we'll just go all crazy, and that's when my wife's there saying, and you go and meet people, and they could, you know, murder you, and I'm like, oh, I take the dog, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm not, it, I don't know, it, I'd, I'd be a lot more uh, worried about her, if you're, for whatever reason, maybe this is sexist, but female, yeah. you know, that could go south real yeah. fast, so you gotta be safe. Make sure you're keeping yourself safe, and you inspect your items, and you, you take care of it. So. Well, even that, so I'll pull up, and I'll pull in front of the gas pumps where it's well lit, with people around, you know, watch your surroundings, so no one's gonna come from behind you and steal your your purses that you're selling, like your Gordon, you, Gordon you, Hayward signed shoes, and whatever. Yeah, so I mean, your, your Necco wafers, your Necco wafers, they fall in the water. It's, it's sugar water now. It's worth nothing. You've saved these for ten years. Your, your uh, lime flavored Skittles, lime cut. Yeah, those Necco wafers, man. That's I know, it's a tough time in the Everett home. Well, there you go. There's another another good tip. What uh, what else you got on the docket for us this afternoon? Oh boy. Well, here's some things. So a couple episodes ago, I promised a bad boss story. Okay. And I never followed up. Well, you're... I told you to think of one. So that's on the docket. Also, uh, last week when we left, you were looking at ties. Yes, sir. What happened with your ties? I don't hear the follow up. Oh man, this is see. That's the whole good reason that we do this is it's called accountability. And I thought about it more than once. In fact, I even thought about it uh, two days ago, and I just didn't get around to it. Oh, man. Well, it's tax season, but, I mean, you got those kids wanting money, man. I'm telling you, put them to work. I, I will go home and grab that box. They're sitting in my closet. Yeah. They're in that. I even, like, zip or, uh, what do you call it, put the vacuum hose in it. No. Oh. it. And, <laughs> You know what I'm talking you about? You preserve these are fine, prestigious ties. These are clean two owners because I got them from the uh, thrift shops. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So my my regular job, right? Well, um, I, I just want to full full, oh, full word on that. No, no, I yeah. I did not do what I said I would do. No, you, I, I mean a lot of people out there in your same boat, right? They're listening to this, trying to figure out how to start. They got their box of whatever gimmicks they're trying to sell, and. Uh, there's no way to do it but to do it. But to do it. So see, you're you're with a lot of these people. I will do it. I will do it. I will change. Now, I know you will because I'm going to keep bringing it up till you do. Okay. So there's my ties. I failed my responsibility. How else can you make me feel worthless? Well, today? so so let me tell this before I forget. So I'm at my regular nine to five, right? Yeah. Your your Jeff Gordon job. I'm sure. And my uh, my boss is talking, and he's wanting to dress a little nicer, dressed in press, whatever, right? You always do. I, I don't know. He, that, I think he sees what I wear, uh-huh. and he's like, oh, you care about your job, right? Well, you, you, you look respectable I mean, all yeah, the time. Show up like, I mean, you nice, know. Nice collared shirt. Nice collared shirt I invest in and, and uh, clean clothes. So he was talking about how he was at the thrift store and uh, looking for a few things and some, some nicer shirts and slacks or whatever. I don't wear slacks, but well, go cool, you know. He left. One of my other coworkers comes up to me. And he's like, "Can you believe that?" And I go, oh, nah, I want to look nice. Maybe I shouldn't say this in case these people listen to the podcast. Just think about this. You know, what? alleged people that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> Accountability, man. Yeah, maybe I won't push this so hard at work. Um, <laughs> so he comes up to me. He's like, "You believe that?" I'm like, "What?" And he says uh, he shops at the thrift store. <laughs> so there's the stigma, right? I sell what he shops at. I mean, you know, it's kind of whatever. But I thought, I shop at the thrift store and sell stuff to people that have no clue it came to the thrift store for a lot more than thrift store prices because you're looking for nice brands and stuff. 
I mean, it's commendable to me that you'd do that because you're buying this nice. Why, why go buy fifty dollars for a nice dress shirt when you go to the thrift store and pick it up for five, right? Because somebody else already wore it. Yeah, they've got cooties. Yeah, you got a laundry machine. I can see, you know, there's some items that you're like, okay, I'm definitely passing on that, but really? But scalding hot water and bleach can't take those cooties off. But 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 if some guy on the internet sells it on eBay, it just has his cooties, not the thrift store cooties. <laughs> so I'll pay $30 for a $50 shirt and stuff, the five at the thrift whatever, it works. But it just, again, I'm just like, if. If you really knew what I do, um, like, because I don't really talk about it a whole lot of work. The purses got brought up because I'm Facebook friends with a few of them. They're like, what are you doing with these purses? Because they see you putting it out because I was putting it on Facebook too, you know? It's just, but it's, it's, not, it's, it, you know? it's one of those, uh, you know, you just kind of don't, don't expect it. I mean, you're, you know, you're a big guy. Sure. Bearded man. That's right. You don't don't expect you slinging purses on the interwebs. Hey, women love purses, right? That's a true story. I told them, they're like, what's the deal with it? I'm like, make your wife happy. I'll give you a deal. I'll sell you a purse for $15. You get the pick of the litter. That's right. Uh, They don't know how to respond to that. Three for one deal. Another thing is, so I'm talking to my wife. A lot of her coworkers, their husbands are basically jerks and don't do anything for them for Valentine's, right? I know what you mean. There you go. So, guys out there, step your game up. Even if they say they don't want anything or whatever, it doesn't have to be a lot. Do a little something for your wife or a special person in your life, right? Oh, man, I don't want to... It goes a long ways. 20 bucks is a pretty good investment to keep her happy. I mean, it's one day a year, yeah. Buy her some roses, what? 40, 50 bucks? I don't even know. Not that much. You, you can get a pretty good deal at the old Costco. <laughs> and if you buy them the day after, yeah, 50% off. <laughs> You know, I always, buy them the year before. You buy your card the year before. It's true. You know? Man, I was looking the other night. There were some cards that were like 12 bucks for a Hallmark card. Yeah. Was it Sing or something? It was like one of these special editions, and I'm like, you know, that's just not my thing. But if you go and buy it this Saturday, 75% off, you store that for a year. Your wife thinks you bought a $12 card next year. Who's, uh, who's looking good? Uh, you are, like always. Um, so yeah, following up with your ties there, whatever, uh, my bad boss story, so I wanted to share this one anyways, a lot of people out there, they're kind of stuck in the rut, you've, you've made it, you're your own boss, right? I am my own boss now. But you've worked for people. Yes. I've worked We've all worked for people. Kind of what motivated me to try to do this own business thing, whatever, was, you just have horrible bosses, for whatever reason. True. And I, I said the hashtag bad boss story, and I want people to share them with us. Kind of give us a laugh, because now looking back at them, they're funny, but at the time, it was miserable. It was. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but my early 20s, before I got into my uh, NASCAR training circuit. Yeah, well, hold on, hold on. Let's Before you get me into your Jeff Gordon story, uh-huh. I think we might need a little more uh, little more history on that. Um, let's go ahead and take our quick... We're, we're already 34 minutes into oh, the class, man. flying by. Just flying by. Let's take our quick uh, halfway break. Cut it up a little bit, and uh, we'll come back with the bad boss story. Right in the flow. Hashtag bad boss story, share. Yeah, we had to pay the bills there. Hopefully we're paying the bills. If you want to sponsor us, you hit us up on the, uh, what? Where's our website? Right now it's going to my uh, adamupaccounting.com. Mm-hmm. We got that. We, we've got death pile and taxes, too. So they kind of go to the same place. All right. I'm always at D-Roy Everett. E-V-E-R-I-T-T, the way the Lord intended it to be. There you go. At the Twitter machine. Um, also, if you're listening to this, give us a five-star rating, right? Uh, you know, I was hearing that Review the other it. day, that how many places you put your podcast on. Man, there's a lot of spots. Yeah, I mean, we're going to try to be in all those spots. So if you're enjoying it, tell a friend that, you know, 
I like this. Good. Your eBay meetup group, whatever. Say, hey, have you checked out this podcast? These guys are mind, mindlessly entertaining. I was yeah. gonna say mildly entertaining, but then I started to slur. There you go. There's much mouth doing me. We try to give you tidbits with that's not gonna bore you to death. And we're just, you know, like we said a while ago, this is just what we do anyway. So we're just recording it for the world to hear, keeping ourselves accountable a little bit. If anything, we can go back. I mean, I listen to it. <laughs> your kids. Your kids are going to grow up knowing all your stories. That's true. Dad, right? you said that in episode six. The podcast, for podcast safe. So, yeah, bad boss stories, right? All right, let's get And I want you to be it. thinking of one, too. I've got one. Everyone's got one. Yes. So, uh, I was at a place that sold websites in the early 2000s. And so, that sounds high tech, right? Did I ever know about this job? I hope not. <laughs> Was it Convergis? No. No, I, I did work for them at the time, though. Call center, I remember This that is a call there. center, so well, I thought, you know, they, they hype it up and all this, and everyone needs a website. This is the early age of this, so all you're going to do is call a business. You're going to tell them, hey, we make a website for your business, and then I'd pass them off to somebody else. You were the fluffer? For lack of a better term, yeah, I was fluffing some calls. There you go. And, and if you did good enough... They'd let you take the calls. You could get promoted up to where you got the people just interested and you sold them the web pages or whatever. Shaboing. So it sounded easy enough. Exactly. Paid pretty good. And I get there. I'm, you know, ambitious. And I'm, uh, I'm doing the thing. They hand me the yellow pages. You remember the yellow pages? There's still a YP.com. Oh, they're still around? <laughs> they call me to advertise. Yeah, I'm like, uh, nobody uses that. And why would I go to the yellow pages to search for a company? I, yeah, well, this is, you know, back when those well, were a thing. Absolutely, I get it. You had to. They, they pick a state and give us that, and you just cold call up and say, hey, man, you got a website? And they'd say, uh, yes or no. Oh, and boy. I'd say, um, yeah, I work for this company that's in an old bowling alley um, in Utah, <laughs> and we make websites for people. Great idea. You, you want one? You know the thing is, is that still exists today? And why the same company might exist today? <laughs> no, well, no. We, we just made another new website for our... We, we rebranded our website. And honestly, like, I've had, like, ten people call. Unfortunately, we bought the website, and there's a way to block out your phone number. Okay. But I didn't uh, let them know that that's what I wanted to have done. I've had, like, 15 people call me in the last three days to tell me they want to build our website. Because I just bought a domain. Okay. Well, this thing was, like, pretty expensive. And uh, the people I talked to were secretaries and stuff. Not really interested a lot of the time. But I thought I did fairly well. If you got to the point of where you passed along the, the call, you got to go write your name on the chalkboard. Uh-huh. And they had some sort of a system. Don't really remember it all. So so I was slinging this, doing this. Well, um, turns out on my birthday, the big bosses want to talk to me, right? Okay. And I thought, okay, I'm getting off this. I'm getting off the minor leagues. I'm going up to the majors. I can already see where this is they're going. Gonna, they're going to put me up with the majors. I've been slinging their websites. I've... Uh, I've been doing pretty good for calling call uh, somewhere in the middle of Nebraska and getting people interested and passing them off to these other people. And whether or not they're closing or not could be a whole different story. Just just guess, and they might have gave you an axe for your birthday? Turns out that birthday, my, my services were no longer needed at the Bowling Alley Call Center. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so life went on after that. But it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty devastating and... Uh, I guess the bad boss story is that they promised the world and really just handed you the yellow pages and said, "Call like a like a robot." But I got a, 
I got an interesting one. You, you know, as you talked about it, I mean, let's be honest. What's really the only reason people go to work? For the paycheck. Uh, that's exactly right. <clears throat> and let's be honest, from this whole uh, governmental debacle, which we're not going to point fingers at who's who, all these workers, you know what? I think they said like 80% of them were like they needed assistance because they needed that paycheck and they didn't get it. Sure. So that literally living paycheck to paycheck. So it's pretty viable that you get a paycheck, right? Yeah. You ever had a job where your paycheck bounced? I've had a few where I was afraid that they were going to bounce, so when I got that hand to me, I went to the uh, bank as fast as I could to beat other people, thinking if I deposited them first, like, at least I'm higher in line for them not to bounce. So, uh, did it ever really bounce? Not that I rem- no, I remember that. Yeah, after my third one, I think that's when I'm like, you know, I probably <laughs> ought to get out of this job. <laughs> yeah. No, that's an awkward conversation to have. What what did they say when you went back and said, so this isn't clearing? Uh, oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. Um, you, the, the funny story, you were you were around in that, that time. Okay. You, you remember this uh, back when the Jazz were, were doing quite well and they got in the playoffs? Yeah. Remember I had this great idea to buy a bunch of seats at discounted <laughs> prices? <laughs> Sounds like a move I've made before-ish myself. Which actually, you know, I did okay. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that in some episode. I, I've, I, I've got some stories I, recently about kind of that stuff. I did okay, and we took two of them. I think we went to the uh, Jazz in Houston, I think. I can't, no, it was the Spurs. Anyways, we go to the game, but I was pretty much counting on those paychecks <laughs> to help fund that uh, uh Adventure and uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're uh, at somebody else's mercy, you've put in the time, and uh, they say we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. If that bounces, that could really mess. I mean, you can't go to the bank and say, "Hey, your rent's not coming in this week because um, my boss doesn't have money." <laughs> that doesn't really fly. So that was my bad boss story. When uh, one, you know, I get it. I'm a small business owner. Like, I mean, it's never excusable. Yeah. But by third one, and, and like in consecutive C. You better look for a new job. Yeah, I'm starting to think of some things because uh, maybe we'll do this every few weeks. Keep sending us your bad boss stories. Kind of what motivated you to get out or try to get away from the corporate world or be your own boss. Because now that you say that, I remember a few times I'd fuel up the, the trucks that oh, I drive and okay. uh, you had to use your own card. Declined um, <laughs> or here the the card declined. Oh, we'll send you with a check. <laughs> Lovely. What do you think is gonna happen with that check? Yes, because so many gas stations will say, "Let me take that check." Let me take guy. this. Yeah, I mean, we're talking, you know, back in the day, two, three hundred dollars at least to fill up, you know, some of these tanks I was doing. So that thing will bounce higher than Cheech and Chong. And who's the one standing there? And they want my driver's license on it? Yeah. Uh, no. No, I'm not going to go down like that. But. They'll, they'll take your picture. Do not accept checks from Yeah, this from guy. this guy. And it's like corporate-wide. And I have to say, no, don't take them from my boss. You can take them from me. That's so right. that's, that's my bad boss. I like that story. I, I forgot it's it. It's kind of motivates you to remember why you do what you do or how yeah. you got where you got. Yeah. And there's people going through it right now. That I mean, it's funny to laugh about, but at the time... I'm sure you weren't uh, smiling too much when they were telling you that, or they're not even telling you, they're letting you go and figure this out the hard way. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, especially as you look at these things, when we go back and, you know, listen to it, and as people are at a different stage, because obviously a lot of people aren't going to be listening to it live, but they'll wish they will going forward. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you can look up a guy's birthday, right? Like, if you're going to, like, part ways, maybe I wasn't doing the good job I thought I was doing, but, yeah. you know... Do it the day before the day after. Yes, yes. Well, I, I'm going to get into another fun Okay, story, what you got okay? for us? 
watching the uh, TV show the other night. Every once in a while, turn on something, and we were visiting some family, and they had on the Walker Texas Ranger. Hey, you know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and and if, for those of you who don't know Chuck Norris, the, the the stories are just real. It was funny. We were watching, and my my son saw it, and it was a. This guy had a gun on a plane, and he's getting all scared. He says, whoa, whoa. Hold up. you never seen Walker, Texas Ranger. I promise. Things are going to turn out all it's right. It's kind of like our MacGyver talk a few right. weeks ago. He was right up there, right? Right where I was going. That comparison between MacGyver. But I don't want to get into that. But anyways, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Walker was getting married. Okay. Two things. Somebody somebody got that heart tamed. Well, yes, yes. Wow. Um, band playing. Country, country western singer. Uh-huh. You'll never guess who it was. Was it Waylon Jennings? No, no. Okay. We've seen him several times in concert. Merle? No, not Merle. That's a good one, though. No, Tracy Lawrence. Bingo. Okay. I knew you'd get it. We said three. a few times in concert. We only had a few. Three three times. Once in uh, Eagle Mountain and once in Wendover. Yeah. Tracy La- Young Tracy Lawrence singing. Sure. Well, Walker, Texas Ranger years. Guess who one of uh, Chuck Norris's uh, high-profile guests were at his wedding. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, no. No, should have been. Think um, of our buddy old Mr. Dallas uh, Mavericks. Oh, Mark Cuban? <laughs> Mark Cuban. Had was a, on, he was on Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes, he was. I think I said that all backwards. Cameo appearance really? of young Mark, yeah, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Was your family just as excited as you were at this point? Oh, no, no. They didn't know who it was. I said, that's Mark Cuban. And they said, good for him. That's Tracy Lawrence. I'm glad they found work. So going back to that, uh, if you could find that uh, cameo appearance of a young Mark Cuban, Chuck Norris, and Tracy Lawrence poster, I'd, buy, I'd probably pay for that. You'd pay for that? Well, you'd have to know to search for it, right? Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger wedding poster. I'd, I'd probably put that up in the office. I'll tell you something. Old Chuck Norris, you know that gas station where I meet folks at? Yes. He once uh, he once made a public appearance there. You know that? I, I remember. I Did wanted, you go and meet him? I wanted to go, but I had too much work that day. I actually had to work that day, too. But he was, he was peddling water, and they had a truck that they were giving away. And So you're saying you made it a priority. Holy Hannah. There used to be a, yeah, there used to be a Chuck Norris, uh, you know, those Chuck Norris jokes were real big. Like They still are. They still are, but they had their prime. Where they were all over the internet, so. Chuck Norris rare signed Kenner Action Doll. Figure, action figure, sir. (laughs) That's not a doll. Action figure. (laughs) $999.99. Or best offer. Shoot him an offer. I I will. Oh, here's something funny. So I'm going to say send him an offer, right? Okay. So I told you earlier how uh, random things were kind of selling. I had a... uh, it was a Walkman brand, but it was like a digital MP3 player that I, I picked up for free off of, uh, I don't know, probably, I don't remember if it was Craigslist, somewhere on the free sites, you know. Somebody was just giving it away. So I picked it up, and I put a pretty high price on it, because um, people seem to like those kind of things. And it was kind of that in-between um, popular and not popular, you know, some digital and uh, your CD, whatever. So I, I have this high price, and somebody shoots me a, an offer of like twenty five bucks. Okay. And I, first, I was a little upset. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a low offer from what I'm, what I'm wanting, what I was asking. Yeah. So I sent back, how about fifty bucks, right? 
The next day, same person sends me 25 bucks. Now, most people kind of get upset at this point, and I quite rightfully so, but I thought, no, you got offers on this thing, and I thought, what did I pay for that again? Oh, yeah, I met a guy in the parking lot, and he gave it to me. <laughs> so, sold. So, so I sold, long story short, a, uh, a uh, I guess it was an MP3 player Walkman, but... But yeah, make offer, man. You never know. So maybe you're Chuck Norris. You might need to get that yeah. action figure for your son to inherit with your tax income uh, return. My refund. Your refund. Which, unfortunately, I don't get a refund. That means you're making too much money. That's true. Like I said, if you're paying taxes, it's a good thing, people. Yeah, I still drive on roads. Like, I complain about taxes, but then I think of all the things it goes to, and you know. We want to pay taxes, but you want to pay the amount. Little as legally possible. That's the key. That's the key for me, huh? Well, getting in there, I, I think we just need to. Uh, there's probably a couple that I shouldn't do. Yeah, yes, but yeah, you probably. I, I got to throw in maybe three of them. Yeah, go for it. Th- Let's make it quick and painless. People are starting to tune out after my All after right. my hot Walkman talk. Now we're on Texas Ranger stuff. Chuck Norris, okay. Okay. Chuck Norris counted to infinity twice. All right. That's. Yeah, it's kind of hitting there. Yeah, I gotcha. Guns don't kill people. Chuck Norris kills people. Allegedly. <laughs> Defending Texas. There is no theory of evolution, just a list of animals Chuck Norris allows to live. Wow. That one's kind of deep if you think about it. My, that, there's the three, but this is the one I've memorized. Okay, okay. This is the final. Closer, closer on the Chuck Norris talk. <clears throat> Chuck Norris Nike likes to knit sweaters, and if by knit you mean kicks, and if by sweaters you mean babies. <laughs> who, kicks ba- who kicks babies and why are you proud that Chuck Norris does that? I don't know. I didn't know he'd been married. I, I don't even know. This is a fake wedding. I don't know if this is real. Oh, wedding. on the TV, not the show. Oh, okay. All right. Texas, what's his name on the show? That's a great trivia question. I mean, everyone knows it's Chuck Norris, but does he play himself? Or is He's it got like... a different name. Okay. Well, is it Walker? It's got to be Walker, right? Walker, Texas Ranger. You know the best part about the interwebs is we used to be always like, you could know that and it'd be cool. Yeah, it was like something that would be impressive to people. Or you'd never know it, and you'd like forget about it, and then you'd be watching that and like, oh, I need to call him up, but it's long distance or something. So it's got to be Walker or something. Cordell Walker. Cordell Walker. See how I put together Walker, Texas Ranger? You know what MacGyver's name was? <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on. Chuck Norris's real name is Carlos Ray Norris. Carlos. There you go. Who'd have known? Well, that's on the internet. Who knows if it's real? Yeah, okay. So what, what's MacGyver's real name? Again? I don't know. All I know is it's MacGyver or something. It, it, it says Carlos. Well... We'll see if it's on the Wikipedia. Hey, it's on Wikipedia. It must be true. We're off on a tangent here, man. We're off the rails. We better get back on. We only got about 15 minutes left of this episode. Yeah, 15 minutes for us. People tuned out there when we got Carlos Walker talk. Maybe. I think so. Well, that could be a whole other podcast, just a Chuck Norris podcast. Kick babies? Knit sweaters? No, you don't kick babies. (laughs) You, if anyone should know. That's what the, the joke said. Okay. Okay, lead me back to going okay. so far astray. So, Shopco, right? Yeah, it went out of business. Did it? Well, it will be here pretty quick. So, what's going on? They got clearance items. So, if you got Shopco in and or near around you, chances are you got discounted items, right? We got one about 10 miles away. I haven't even went to it yet. I've been. 
Anything good worth picking up? I've picked up a couple nice shirts for a personal use. Yeah. People, you know, might buy those off the eBay, right? They, they definitely can. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of good stuff there. The problem is some of those places, you get the liquidation places come in and they put, like, fake stuff in there. And, oh, yeah. And 70% off for this basketball or whatever. But if you, if you know what you're looking for, got an eye for things. Like you say, a T-shirt. Seventy percent off what? Yeah, like I mean, something that yeah you're you're putting in here that was never sold at Shopco. Yeah, or they o- I love when they overinflate it. I'm like, uh, yeah, that seven dollar thing's still not worth three dollars. Yeah, but I mean, those are kind of fun to go to. I mean, it, unfortunately, a lot of places are going out of business, and these liquidation sales are hitting. But you know, what I like to do too is is you look at it like it's your learning curve. It's you going to school. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the, what, the school of hard knocks? Isn't that what people say? That's what, the only school I really like. So, yeah, you go in there. I mean, you look around. You use your eBay app. You can find deals in all these places. And, uh, I mean, it, I think Shopco is that a national chain. I don't even know. I think they are. And, you know, the big thing is is you always see these going out of business stuff. Sure. That's, that's another good way. Like I said, check these out and go... You know, walk around, see what you can find. I'm saying, I mean, yeah, I went to what, Kmart a few years back or whatever when they were going. I remember I was stocking up, loading up on some stuff. There's been a few grocery stores that have done this, and I mean, yeah. You know what you should do from that? Encouragement. Encouragement. So, what do you mean by that? Well, if these big brick and mortar stores are going out of business, just like what you talked about, I mean, to do what we're talking about, to sell online. Your barrier to entry or your cost to start up yeah. is literally nothing. Well, yeah. You already have a cell phone. You already have the internet. Sure. You can go around and get free stuff. Like I, you know, like that little Walkman thing I sold, whatever. Yeah. It's free. You, you can, you can invest 50 it. bucks if you have 50 bucks. And that's the thing. There's no excuses. Well, let's go around your house, right? You got how long have you had that bag of ties? Oh heavens, for fifteen years. So everyone's got something like that. I mean, go around your house and just see what you got. Ah, oh, I gotta get that Seinfeld game to you too. Oh yeah, if by to me, I mean to your kids, and you teach them how to make some money. Well, aren't you gonna do it for me? Well, I could. But then I don't learn. But what's the point of that? There is no. There's the thing. So people come to me and say, "Hey, you sell stuff on eBay." Yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of gets around. Will you sell something for me? No. Uh, I don't really like to, but maybe what you got. Okay, they tell me. Yeah, but I'm going to charge you 50% of what it sells for plus, you know, expenses, costs, and all that. Oh, okay. Or, that sounds crazy. Well, okay, that's what I'm charging. Like, Or you can do it yourself. I'll teach you for free. Or I'll charge you 50%, right? How's it been going? You, you've been trying to teach a couple people, haven't you? Um, so, it's interesting. <laughs> some people Lo- could care less. Loaded question. Some people could care less. Some people take a little interest to it. Some people have a little hobby with it. Uh, some of, like, the older people seem to think they can't do it. And you know, it gets in their head a little bit. But, I mean, if you can work Facebook or even a, a phone, if you can take a picture, you can do this. So, uh, at different levels. But i got a brother-in-law who's actually... Done pretty well. He he's he's selling, so he's dabbling. He listened to me, and uh, he's kind of got a different niche for whatever reason. He's into women's clothes, which there's a lot of women buying clothes. It's really smart, I think. That's a great niche if you can learn brands and stuff. It's never really been something that I've got into. I've got into women's shoes a little bit, like you wearing them. Women's purses a little bit. You know the crazy. You know I have sold some women clothes, but that's where he's kind of exclusively at. I mean, what's the thing is, is people think it's weird, 
But what's the difference than you than, you know, Giorgio Armani or uh, what's his name, Ralph Lauren? Or, yeah, it's weird, but like, or you're working at the pretzel factory, right? Like, you don't think, oh, that's weird, that man works at the pretzel factory or whatever, right? Or if you worked at the, the shop co that went out of business or the mall and you're selling women's clothes, like, you, that's not got the, the stigma attached. So. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, who cares what people think, really? Uh, Are they paying your bills? No, no, no. I mean, they can they can sit and say that's weird, and you can, you know, go on trips, pay your bills, yeah. become your own boss. Years ago, when my boss was supposed to be paying my bills, that didn't happen. That wasn't happening, and you're like, you know, so that was weird. That was, that was definitely weird. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, one of the things that he sells that's actually really smart to me is uh, swimsuits. There you go. Um, you yes. think, well, who wants to buy swimsuits in the middle of February, January, right? Nobody. Well, the stores aren't selling them. You're going on a cruise. You're going to Hawaii. You're going somewhere warm. There Where you are go. you going to buy your swimsuits at? That's a good point. There's a lot of items that they sell that, you know, you can't get in your local place. Yeah, I mean, a lot of places are seasonal, regional, whatever, and you can't find things, but the Internet's got it. Interwebs has got just about everything. Got about everything. You find you a little thing. It works for you. I mean, that's the thing. You do your research. Once you learn the brand and it sells, it usually does pretty well for you. I mean, every now and again, everyone will figure it out. You gotta, you gotta adapt and swerve. But what are you gonna do, right? So you're gonna just uh, plugging away, hitting your uh, death pile and your taxes. Hey, you know what? I think we've had enough Chuck Norris, everything talk. The people are doing what they do, but we're gonna be back. We got some ideas for uh, what upcoming weeks. Number five coming up next we week. We got President's Day next Monday. We do President's Day sales. Exactly. So, I guess what we should say at this point is there's only two things in life that are for certain, Adam, and those would be death piles and taxes.
Thank you. 